News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. Still having my voice. It's the cold weather. It gets hoarse. It gets fine. You know, it's crazy. It's like when I go take pictures of a house. He yep. doesn't sound bad at all. And I don't think the average listener probably would notice. He's the only one that notices when I go in to take yeah, pictures. No, someone's right. like, well, yeah. can I just move this picture to the left and this vase to the right? I'm like, listen, no one's going to no notice, gonna notice yeah. except for you. Yep. In the studios, that's my voice, the sound of uh, Greg Sekoler, my son, uh, who does our photography, marketing, and the younger voice. So, so much more. more. Yeah, those ta- it's tax season. He's going to stop regretting that. And I told you, he's yeah. going to get a pep okay. in his step. Yeah, so much more. My taxes are great. Also here in the studio, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices. You can reach him at 499-6360. Good, Good to see, see you, sir. Bob. Yep. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. They hire vets and... For the fifth year in a row? Fifth year in a row. Number one home team inspection service in the country. Congratulations. Yeah, hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, glad to be here with everybody yep. this morning. Glad you're here. Absolutely. So those are the folks in the studios coming up in just a little bit. We're all excited about this, especially my wife, Sandy. The smartest way to clean your fridge. We've got a report on it. Remember we did the dishwasher thing, how to stack it? Oh, yeah. We should bring oh, that yeah. back and do that again. We got more reaction from... How to stack the dishwasher. Yes. dishwasher. I'm going to have to try to find that, and we'll do it again. Didn't the GE guys want to yeah, come get in on, on that one, yeah. too? Yeah. I've got the number somewhere. So if GE, if you're thinking, if you're listening, and you want to get somebody to help us with stacking the proper way on a dishwasher, call me at 376-5483. Yeah. But also, if you want to sell your home or buy a home, 376-5483. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. I love large windows that let in bright light in the morning, so I wake up to sunshine. The other day, I looked out my bedroom window and spotted my neighbor across the backyard with what appeared to be a telescope looking into my bedroom window. I hate the idea of closing the drapes and shutting out the sunshine. Legally, what can I do? What can she do? Um, Call the county attorney. (laughs) Is is there something that could... Uh, It's a peeping Tom is what I think she's alluding to. Yeah, if that's where we're going with this. That's what I I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah, I'd call the county attorney, see what they say. I mean, uh, you know, if if there's nothing they can do about it, then they'll be able to tell her definitively, but that's who you would go to. So does the homeowner have a right to... do what she wants. Wake up with windows open and not have the fear of you somebody. You have the right to quiet enjoyment of your property. Yeah. Um, if somebody's preventing you from quiet enjoyment of your property, there may be something to do. However, that's really been kicked kicked around like a like a ripe old soccer ball. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from from a criminal standpoint, um, there are cases out. There's one case in particular where a person was able to peek into and. You know, get a glimpse of some untoward activity, and that was considered okay. Where, you know, other people have been able to leave their windows open and and expect have a certain expectation of privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just depends on the particulars of the issue. So, if he was in fact uh, doing that, peeping, uh, yeah. then you know that may that's definitely something to go to the county attorney. But uh, if he's not, if if she just if he's got his window right across the way and you know some houses are built pretty close together uh and she doesn't want anybody to see anything well you know she can't there's no law that says he has to avert his eyes every time interesting you know yeah so 
We'll see. Should they? Should she give the county attorney your name that you told her to call? Yeah, no, they don't want to know. They that. don't want to know that. Yeah, gotcha. Although I used to be an assistant county attorney oh, then, for okay. many, many years. All right. Yeah. Let's go back to the phones. By the way, if you are thinking about selling your home, uh, read our reviews for both buyers and sellers that we've worked with. Go to LouisvilleZillow.com. Read what people are saying about us. I think you might want to give us a call. We'll be more than happy to help you. 376-5483. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sokoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Lee. Yeah. I'm buying a house, and they have found an infestation of brown recluse spiders in the garage. And Mm. I just wonder how worried I should be. Is this easily remediated? So brown recluse spiders, common problem? Common common spider in this area. Mm. I have uh, one of my inspectors seems to be a magnet for them. Uh, a lot of homes that he goes in, he finds the uh, brown recluse. But I would he, like him never to yes, come to your house. Yes, <laughs> yes, he would also like to never spot another one. Uh, <laughs> no not, he's not a big fan. Yeah. Um, so it causes, causes a big red welt when they bite. Is they no? they not have, just they yeah they're yeah yeah they have long term effects. Yeah. I think that they actually. It's very difficult for the bites to heal. Oh, okay. for that type of see. Spider. My wife Sandy thought years ago that she was bitten by a brown mm-hmm. recluse, but if it's di- it healed up fine. Yeah. No, so right. that it would be doesn't different. sound like it right. was a brown recluse. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend in in middle school who got bit by one in the morning at school. Yeah, and was rushed to the hospital later that day with basically a sore, and it it was months that she. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they had to do. Eventually, she's fine now. But this, Oof. I just, I will never forget that seeing what yeah. it did. I don't know yeah. if that's uh, that happens with every bite or no. Not, I have no but, idea. Uh, I know you always hear about it. Yeah, brown so, are scary. So what should she do? So at this point? that would be one of those phone calls to a pest control company yeah. just to come in and and take a look and come up with a game plan on how to treat. Because I mean, any of those insects can be be treated, and you know they can be eliminated that way. But that would be definitely a call to. Uh, professional in the uh, pest control, and so side. she should be concerned about it. But yeah, which is what her I, question definitely. I mean, I, you, I would definitely consult with the with the pest control guys. So it's not as bad here. I used to live in uh, Florida for mm-hmm. years, and then yeah. moved to Atlanta before coming here. But in Florida, there were many more spiders. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you, it's it, Florida spiders, yeah, snakes, snakes, yeah. alligators, everywhere, everywhere you turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So not like Australia you, down you there. Get Canadians, yeah. We have, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those Canadians! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we love them. <laughs> the Canadian <laughs> geese here. Is yeah. Best. Before we get to um, the next question, I had mentioned last week that Chuck and I were working on um, a client, a potential client. I had received a call a couple of weeks ago from uh, we'll call him Bill for the sake of just using okay. name, protecting identity. Uh, and Bill had called saying that he wanted me to sell his home, but that his daughter had hired an attorney that sent him a letter that said, you cannot sell your home without the daughter's permission. So apparently Bill had been married. His wife passed away. He got remarried, and that may have precipitated the letter and whatever is ensuing. They called Chuck, and you checked into it. What did you find, and what can you – obviously you've got to protect – well, I mean, what I found were a, a group of deeds. Uh, it's an elderly gentleman, I understand. Right. And uh, a lot of times they'll you get to a certain age, you start parceling out property to different people, uh, give it to someone and take a life estate. And that's, that's what I saw, uh, where deeds had been signed and conveyed as, uh, um, as they were to not just one person, but to several 
So what's interesting is I did some research as well because before mm-hmm. we list a home, we're supposed to confirm that the person we're listing with has the power and does, in fact, own the home. Mm-hmm. And typically we'll go to uh, PVA, Property Value yeah. Administration. It's going to show Although they, they aren't the official record. No, they, I understand yeah, okay. that. Yeah, yeah, but it's a very good yeah. way it's to start. It's a good place to start. start yeah. And um, both this gentleman, Bill, and his daughter were listed on the deed on PVA. And then it indicates something's – so here's the question that I need to find out from you. Is it possible that a person can ask an attorney to register a, a POA or some sort of documentation that would allow them to take control of a house – if they want to, aren't there safeguards in place? Well, when you're talking about a POA, um, for, I'm just using that okay. as an example. Well, I'm just uh, before you can give anybody the power to do things with real estate, yeah. powers of attorney have to be recorded. Okay, so you can't uh, give me a power of attorney to sell your house and act on your behalf, uh, and then I go sell your house and th- have that deed recorded. It, it's going to have to have that power of attorney recorded prior to the deed to show that I would have the power. Otherwise, you've got a break in a chain. Um, in in the cases that I see, typically um, with elderly, and in, in, you know, I, I see on a regular basis uh, people coming in and and saying, oh, my kids are telling me I need to do A, B, and C. And then I'll uh-huh. ask, well, do you want to do A, B, and C? And they'll say, well, not really. And I say, well, then we're done here because nothing gets done without you. But sometimes, you know, you got to know that kids can pressure parents, and so, that happens. So that may have happened in this case. I, some it, it could and he happen. may not remember. But then there's the other side of things that I see more often than actual fraud and and, uh, and that sort of thing is where somebody wants to do something, but they're getting elderly. They're a little confused. Maybe they thought they were doing something or they've forgotten or they're sundowning or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, that happens a little more frequently. Let me let me throw up another scenario. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that Bill's first wife, who's passed away, before she passes away, does is there something that she could have done to put the name in the daughter? You, if you own a piece of property, you can always transfer your interest, but uh, half interest. Yeah. So but, she, but could it's going to be stuff. But that's not what happened in this case. You don't think so? Oh, I know. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, but, uh, no, uh, generally what will happen is mom and dad own the house. It's in joint survivorship. That means when the first person dies, the other owns it 100% because it's 50, 50 until one dies and then the other owns it 100%. Uh, and then they start thinking, oh, we, uh, the most common thing I hear is, uh, oh, I don't want the government getting all my, you know, getting my house if I have yeah. to go in the nursing home. So I'm going to transfer the property to this kid, that kid. Yeah. At which point I will invariably uh, say, well, let me tell you what happens if you transfer the property in the kid's name. If the kid's got a lien, it attaches to the property automatically and you won't be able to do anything without that kid involved. No mortgages, no conveyances, no nothing. And won't the state go back five years or so to um, determine whether can. there was pre- They can, yeah. And, and I, I do point out that that is not a, a, a plan. That's not any way to really get around it because the government's going to get their money. Uh, yeah. And it's not necessarily the government. It, 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 everybody has a strange idea, so I always uh, give them the name of a couple of uh, elder law firms. Which is what we need to do with Norman, yeah, absolutely. Do me a favor. Jot down while we're doing okay. this. Well, I'll shoot you an email. Okay, got, good. I'll, I'll get this to yeah, I'll uh, shoot you an email. To Bill. Okay. Uh, just a reminder, if you're thinking about selling your home, 
We've got a uh, 200 steps, really, 150 plus another 50, uh, free of charge, no obligation. It's an email. We send you with links. You can download it and look, um, getting you top dollar and selling it fast. Uh, and, uh, again, no obligation. Send me an email, bob at com, and put the word selling my home in the subject line. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Sarah. Yeah. I planned on hiring an inspector to review the house I put an offer on last week. Yeah. But after looking at the contract, I noticed a number of places where they say they're not responsible for missing something that's broken and in need of repair or replacement. Are all inspectors' contracts the same? Hmm. Interesting question. So there are exclusions to protect all in, all inspection companies? Well, <clears throat> so a home inspection is a visual inspection. It's non-invasive, so we're not going to tear anything up. We're not going to look behind. You know, we're not going to dismantle anything other than, yes, we go into electrical panels yeah. where we're available. I don't know that everyone's agreements are all written the same way. Um, I can tell you that you definitely – she's done the right thing by reading the agreement um, – there is there are standards of practice. There are two two sets. They're very similar. Um, inspection companies, at least in Kentucky, have to follow one set or the other. Indiana is the same way. Um, <clears throat> within that, the the agreements are written to kind of match up with what those standards of practice are. So there's things that are excluded. So one of the one of the things that we hear a lot of is, well, you didn't check for carbon monoxide. Well, that's that's an exclusion. The spiders that we talked about a, a minute ago were were excluded from commenting on pests that we see in the house because we're not we're not pest control people we're Mm -hmm. not licensed to do that work so we're limited in the scope and that may be what she's looking at Uh i don't i don't know exactly what she means by things that are are broken that they don't report on uh but there definitely are exclusions um in that agreement i with the standards of practice i think our agreements are all roughly similar um but i i I don't know so the best best practice would be read it. Yeah, and it almost sounds like she's taking umbrage with the fact that maybe something was missed by this inspection, com- this inspection company and they're thinking, well, you're an inspection company. You should find yeah. everything. And if something is broken, right. why do you have a, a contract indemnify, you know, clearing yeah. you of any type of... Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing when you go to an amusement park and you sign a waiver or you go to the doctor. That's an interesting point. Well, yeah. on your ticket, when you new, purchase a ticket... The Supreme Court uh, came down that you aren't allowed to waive... Uh, uh, you aren't waive, allowed to waive liability for uh, an injured child, okay? Okay. So why sure. would you be able to waive that liability on a pre-injured child, i.e. House of Boom? What is uh, House of Boom? They're uh, no it's, longer. It's a, it's a new name now. Well, They've changed their name. you got to look at the court case. That whole, that whole little why. thing you sign off on that says, oh, yeah, my kid can go do whatever and get hurt and we won't sue you. Well, yeah, of course they're going to get sued. Of course they can, yeah. And they did. And the Supreme Court said, eh, well, those, those waivers are not what you think they and are. Listen, well, everything is like that. If, if uh, an inspector well, knowingly, no, no, should have not, known. 
we're going to go a little <laughs> bit farther because now you're dealing with uh, with liability waivers and yes. things like that. And just think about going into your doctor. Yes. How many papers do you sign where your doctor gets you to waive 100 percent of liability? Sure. Yeah. Uh, plus, you have to buy him a beer if you sue him. Right. I mean, it's it's uh, <laughs> nice. That's you know nice that's clause. not how that works. Sure. Right. It's the same way with everything else yeah. here. Uh, right. And that's the and there, but that's the simple explanation seen, for why everyone seen, has that contract. I have seen inspectors whose contracts say that even if they do miss something, they're liable only for the price of that you've paid right, them. Yeah. And that's not how it works. Um, so wait, are you saying that I'm inspectors? Saying I can find you a string of lawyers around who, the corner. who would be willing to take on home oh, inspectors. Yes. Oh yeah, Brad, does that worry you at all at this point? Uh, no, it doesn't worry me because um, you have good yeah, insurance policy. I have I, well, <laughs> I have good good people. I have good yeah. people. I have good exactly. training, ongoing, you know, continuing education for the guys uh, and gals. So it doesn't worry me. The there are yeah i mean you're a professional you do yes, a job you, that's right if you're a professional you you're taking risk my company the way that i handle it is i do allow people to purchase additional coverage if they want i yeah. mean that's that's available to them they have they have different levels of of liability insurance that they're essentially buying um but yeah i i haven't i haven't been concerned about that uh as far as the limits of the liability but I think that the the point for this this matter is make sure you know what's in the agreement yeah. because you know if you don't read it it is it is important to know our our teams will actually go through and do another summary review before we even start the inspection even though they've signed the agreement just to make sure that we're understanding yeah. what the scope of the inspection is it's about the scope reasonable expectation and yeah. those sure. darned lawyers will get involved Lawyer so, up, buddy. Lawyer up, right. I guess. All right. So, we're going to move on. I'm being Debbie Downer. If you want to ask us a question on the radio, hey, that's simple to do. Just call 502-252-1890, uh, which is a Google number, and then leave a message. And if you'd like, you could also go to asklouisville.com, and that'll take you to the same phone number, 252-1890. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the smartest way to clean your fridge. In the studio, we have... Our buddies Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. Also, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Son Greg, and you can reach him by looking at his Instagram page at, at Lou Weasel. Or yep. 502-718-7186. Oh, my goodness. No way. He's giving it out. I know. Number. See, once you get above that millennial at 32, things change. because I want to make more money. If you need okay, photography boomer. done, give me a call. Hey, okay, boomer. All right. <laughs> and you can reach me anytime, Bob Segulder, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. 
and team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we're able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team, get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. And we thank you, Barbara Corcoran. We uh, went to see her, and just a great lady. And uh, Greg and I went and saw her. You can get more information about our guaranteed sale program or instant offer program. Uh, by giving me a call, you can cancel at any time. There's never any extra fees with guaranteed sale or instant offer. Or most of our clients really want us to just sell the house the way we do normally, very aggressively. Call me at 376 376- Five four eight three. In the studio, Brad Lawler, owner, Home Team Inspection Service, three five seven zero eight one three. Also, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, four nine nine six three six zero. And son Greg, who now miraculously is giving out his cell phone number. How about that? It's five zero two seven one eight seven one eight six. There you go. And if you want to see marketing, go to Instagram. You'll see at Wiesel Louisville. I'm going to have to call that. It may be with White Castle. <laughs> it may be. You're just tricking us all, huh? Yeah. Pizza Here, Hut. Actually. Some of the smartest ways to clean your fridge. So Sandy and I have this running thing about how I overstuff the fridge because I like to make sure that I don't run out of things. And so we have a pantry and we put stuff in the pantry, but then. The fridge gets pretty full, so uh, we got to do a deep clean on it on a regular basis. I think that we should all do. So Candace Mills owns a uh, Team Clean, and she gave tips about cleaning out your fridge, and um, she says she'd do it once a month. I don't see that happening. Wow. Maybe if we're lucky, once a year, year. maybe, yeah, right? Yeah. So first she says take everything out, and she means everything. Um, be very diligent about what you take, leave, bring out, make sure everything's out. Then thoroughly clean all the shelves. Remove bins, clean them as well. Candace says to be mindful of what you use to clean the, the bins and the shelves. We're getting our food from this place. Would you want to put any toxic chemicals in there? No, of course not. So she suggests mixing. Did you ever hear of Dr. Bronner's? Castles, yep, soap. Cast- Castile, Castile soap. We soap? love it. Oh, yeah, Castile soap. Yeah. yeah, it's pure Castile soap. It's 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 very concentrated. You can use just a little bit of it, and it is wonderful, non toxic, or I think it's organic. 
So you mix it with I hot like water mm-hmm. and a little lavender essential oh, yeah. oil. My wife is loving this. this which is, is what we do. Antibacterial, so Casey likes this. Uh-huh. And it, put it in a spray bottle and use for cleaning. Yep. There's also called there's stuff called Thieves. It's kind yeah. of its own essential oil mix where you do that. It's antibacterial. It's good. It's good smelling, and we use it in place of like Lysol and stuff like that. Where do you buy the Castile soap? Anywhere they sell it. At, they sell it. At, I'm pretty sure Kroger. But Amazon? You definitely get a whole. Can you buy oh, it absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and there's different. There's different. There's actually Castile soap that's lavender already, right. so you can you don't have to add it. So then, um, make sure to clean all the bottles and check things like salad dressings, jams, and sauces. To make sure they don't have yes, goop. this is Bob's biggest issue goop in his. If you want, if you want salad dressing or hot sauce goop, go to Bob's refrigerator. Yeah, okay. It's delicious, yeah. but there will You'll be, be goop. you're not licking the shelf. <laughs> the crusty part. Then, <laughs> then once everything's cleaned off, you start organizing. So some of the more obvious contents from height, right? If you something is obviously in a lot more than another thing, you want those to be at the front as well. Visibility, yeah, that's and key. And then just make sure that you don't put away things that you don't need. If you if it's been in there for three or four months and you haven't touched it, and I know I'm guilty of this. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm not, I, know, I was waiting for I'm you to self-deprecate here. I wasn't going to be the one. But so was Sandy. Um, that <laughs> Don't that, drag her into this. Nope. She's part of it, man. Then toss it. Party. Is that, was that legal? A party too? Yeah. My, party? my mom will save leftover scrambled eggs from the morning because oh, no. one day she's going to make egg salad. Oh, no, no, no. And that day is... <laughs> Still not coming. So gets to, you get to feel good twice. Once when you put it away, you're being frugal. And then once when you take out that science experiment, you're saving your family from certain death. <laughs> and the best part about all of this in doing the cleaning is you will feel like you've accomplished something. Every time you go to the fridge, you open it up, you go, oh, look how gorgeous this fridge looks, right? So there you go. Some tips for cleaning out your fridge. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekola, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. My name's Lee. I am currently living in an apartment in one of the old houses in Old Louisville. And I believe that my landlord is going to try to sell the house and I am currently in a lease so what would happen if he does sell to my lease so Chuck what were your thoughts on that my thoughts are all you do is pay somebody else what if he wants to turn the the Doesn't building matter. into the, oh. the lease uh, protects yeah absolutely Okay. any deed uh, is going to be subject to that lease got it period all right um, I tell you what, let's, we have time for one more. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sokol. That was easy. Yeah, it is. Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Tom. Yeah. I was getting ready to sell my house, finish the basement by myself. I was wondering if I could get the electrical work inspected now after the work has been done. So tell us, Brad, what are the requirements on this? Not pulling a permit is what I think he's going for. Yeah, yeah if he hasn't pulled a permit, um, then th- th- that's, they're that's, not going to. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the showstopper there. Um, I'm not sure an electrician is going to come in and, and do a, do an inspection on it. Um, that's because probably, why? Well, <clears throat> as far as the if, if it's another electrician who's coming in and looking at, if it sounds like Tom's done the work himself. Yeah, um, DY. I know. Yeah, if, no if he's done it by himself, I think that the, come in and, and certify it right. for him. The, he would have to have an electrician come in and look at it, which, you know, frankly, he's going to, if everything's already been finished and behind walls, it's probably too late for, uh, for that. 
Because typically an electrician, before he certifies it, mm-hmm. he's going to need to pull the drywall or maybe that's wood right. paneling, whatever's in right. the basement, off, mm-hmm. look at it, and then put it back on again. That could be, it creates bigger problems. Yeah. I think it's even more than that, isn't it? Yeah. A, a layperson is not allowed to do certain things. Yeah, like my that. understanding is that the, I mean, if he's doing any electrical work, that he would have had to pull a permit before the yeah, work is done. So, exactly. I mean, it's almost to the point of potentially starting over. That's exactly what I think yeah. it is, mm-hmm. which is yeah. why it's a real problem. Uh, I've I've seen real estate come up where, uh, in particular, this one had this gorgeous uh, backyard structure that was straight out of my you know bucket list of uh, fantasies, you know, old Wild mm-hmm. West, whatever. And uh, it was all done by guys who knew how to do what they were doing. It was perfectly functional. Everything was great. Just no permits. Never pulled permits. So. Now and, you got yourself a problem. Yeah. Now, there's some buyers who won't care. They'll go forward and buy the house anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of inspectors, inspectors will yeah. write it up. Yeah. Well, yeah. the inspectors wouldn't necessarily know because we're not looking for any sort of code sticker. Yeah. Oh, you're not. So, no. Yeah. 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 So we yeah. don't. That's not anything yeah. that we're I've looking for. I've seen forged code stickers before. You yeah. have? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. not good. All right. We are out of time, but this, we could do, continue this for a long period of time. My thanks to Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357 0813. Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices. They do great closings and he tells great stories. 499 6360. We'll see Sun, you next time. Yep. Son Greg. Thank 502 you. 7186. It feels so liberating. Man. <laughs> and you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. And I answer on weekends, evenings, and mornings. Have a great Sunday. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.